Welcome, folks, to episode 21 of this week's picks. My 21 episodes have gone by quick. We're that podcast you love for all the streamaholics and all the entertainment you need out there. I'm Ryan with my buddy Jason. We're the guys of the best shows, movies, and more. Join us as we navigate the streaming jungle, uncover those hidden gems, and recommend that must-watch, must-consume entertainment. We'll spice up reviewing the, the delightful cocktail recipes occasionally, some occasional music picks, and a captivating book recommendation or two. Yeah, we do read sometimes. Get ready for laughs, drama, and suspense as we dive into a world of endless possibilities. This week's picks, your ultimate podcast for streaming and all things entertainment. Jason, my bud, how are you today? Doing great. Excellent, man. Excellent. Well, folks, as always, as late, we're doing another theme this week. Uh, this week is going to cover all things more fantastical, if you will, more things fantasy. Uh, kind of whirlwind world that is. That's a large gaping world. I looked into my picks and what bits of fantasy, so it may be a little bit all over the place. I did stay away from science fiction in my picks, but uh, I'm excited to see what Jason's got this week. Uh, we did not talk beforehand, so we may have some overlapping stuff every now and then. We'll bounce around. I'm sure he's got multiple, multiple picks and uh, thoughts, and he always pulls up those nice foreign films for us. So I think I started last week, Jason, so if you want to head us off, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm going to start out with a, uh, I mean, kind of like you said, right? Fantasy is such a large breadth of films. Uh, we're going to have to have like 10 parts on the fantasy recommendations. And it's kind of a fine line between fantasy and sci-fi, right? Like that's science sure. fiction versus magic, I guess. It's science <laughs> or magic, I guess is how you can sum it up. Yeah. Is it um, AI or is it a magician? Which one is it? Yeah. There you go. So I'll start off with an 80s classic. Um, something I haven't seen in a while, but it always like sticks in my mind, is uh, 87's The Princess Bride. Oh, yes. yeah. So from Rob Reiner, just really a great family film, great quotable film. It's just a great movie, right? Good story, <laughs> um, good characters. A lot of people you just never really saw again, hardly. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, you say that. Uh, the Princess Buttercup is Ginny in Forest. She was oh, in House okay. of Cards. Um, um, yeah. I guess C- Carrie Ulls is in a lot of stuff. Mission Impossible, Saw. Like, I just yeah. I don't think of them, you know? I guess yeah. they. You know, we don't think of them looking like that. It's kind and of a they, testament to the characters, right? They played oh, their yeah. characters so well that yeah. they kind of get I mean, lost and. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You, I mean, you also the fact that you forget Andre the Giant was Andre the Giant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and there's I a love... whole you could go down a rabbit trail on on that storyline forever, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. And it's just it's such a great movie, so quotable. I mean, again, if you haven't seen it, it's probably one of those pop fiction films you don't realize you're quoting or you've heard quotes from. Um, I know a lot of people haven't seen that one. I know a lot of people have like, you ever seen Princess Bride? And they're like, no. I'm like, how? Well, it's one of those things like you don't see it on TV that much, right? It's on Disney Plus right now, um, if you got that, or you can rent it on, you know, any movie service. But I I don't see it on cable or, you know, you don't see it on HBO that much. Um, So, I mean, we watched it or I watched it a bunch in kind of childhood or young adulthood. And um, yeah, I really haven't seen it since. It doesn't pop up that much. But yeah, I I think um, it's replay on TV and cable probably is going way down, you know. I also think kind of sometimes, I think we talked about this somewhat recently, that, you know, we kind of grew up in an era where you had, like, VHS players, and 
maybe 10 to 20 VHS tapes yeah. in your home. And so you had a movie you liked and you just watched it a bunch, you know? Like how many times did you see uh, Friday or Varsity Blues, right? Like <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. you bop in the VHS player and you let it run. Yep, exactly. And now there's so many list. choices. Oh, there's too much. And, and an old classic like that. You know, there's been other people with so many other movie choices since then and new childhood movies, and that one just kind of gets lost and maybe we're aging ourselves a little bit knowing how much we know about that movie. But yeah, it was one of those that was on VHS or even TBS repeatedly, you know? Yeah. So, great. But great. I think a few, probably a few Saturday afternoons when it was raining, I spent watching that movie. Really, it's very reviewable. I mean, very rewatchable too, you know? Yeah. 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 It's so awesome, you, classic. So if you're looking for a feel-good film, good to watch with the the spouse, the kids, mm-hmm. the grandparents, whatever. It's a it's great all around. So check that film. one out. <laughs> all being good, right? Like yeah. there's so oh, many yeah. safe all films that suck, but this is yeah. really yeah. enjoyable. All right, for sure, for sure. Great choice, Jason. Great pick. Great My pick. pleasure. <laughs> I'll follow it up with what I figure is my family fun pick of the week. All right. Um, I'll go. It was actually my first one on my list as well, but directed by Ron Howard coming from the year 1988. We've got Willow, which is also on Disney plus right now. Um, man, I, don't, I don't know. I think this, I'll probably watch this movie as much as I've watched Princess Bride. Uh, I would probably say, but uh, yeah, I mean, Willow follows a character around in a fantasy world. That's finds a, a human baby. Let's just say that they come from a different race. I don't. I, don't, what do you, I mean, what's the PC terminology for them now? I don't know. But I don't know. Willow, yeah, Willow was played by an actor, a vertically challenged actor. I don't know. I don't want to get this podcast canceled. Episode twenty-one. But uh, you know. Anyway, long story short, he finds a full-grown human baby, which has a different name. You know, a full-grown baby has a different name. A daikini. I think they call it a daikini. Anyway. It's, of course, a marked special child that has supposed to take down the queen, so on and so forth. And then, boom. I think it's the baby is the one ring, and they've got to, you know, protect it at all costs and against everything. But anyway, but, but the biggest fact is not that. I love Val Kilmer in this movie. Mad <laughs> Mardigan. Young like, Val Kilmer. Young Val Kilmer. It's, it's, I think it's basically a medieval Doc Holiday for him. You know, um, but and it's just, it's just, it's just like, Princess Bride. Um, I think it's a pure fantasy and a fun, fun movie. Another one of those 80s movies. Um, I think it's, again, family safe. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just, it's got, it, it, it circles a lot around magic, a lot around like a willow trying to figure out how to be a sorcerer. So it's got a lot of fun with it. And it's got a lot of great characters, great supporting roles, pretty good story, pretty solid little magic, magic driven story. So, it's uh, that's why I'm, I had it on the pick, and again, I don't think a lot of you have seen it. Yeah, I was gonna say that one kind of um, it's a few years out of my range, I guess. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty-eight. I mean, they've come back. I think in 2019, 2021, something like that. I made a TV series picking up after the movie. Okay. I, I haven't watched that yet, so I don't, I don't know anything about it. But uh, actually, we the the young redheaded actress, which I don't know her uh, name. Uh, what was her name? Joanne Wally, I think is her name. Uh, she and uh, Val Kilmer, I think, actually dated or almost got married or did get married for a little time there after this movie. But hmm. yeah, Ron Howard, man, back in the day. So, you know, he directed his... it on this one. Yeah, 
get his chops. Yeah. All right. So, but great. So that's my that's my first pick of the week, Jason. What you got next? Well, um, man, we started out so childhood friendly. I feel like we need to go a little uh, darker. Mm Yeah, it's dark fantasies. I'm going to go with 2004's Hellboy uh, from Guillermo de Tormo, Ron Perlman, uh, Selma Blair. Um, Man, they tried to reboot this recently, but Ron Ron Perlman just set himself as Hellboy to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Trying to replace him. I just, I don't know. He embodied him so well. And uh, it's that face. Yeah, it is. And that voice too, right? Yeah, right. So if you're not familiar with it, it's based on the comic books. Um, The Nazis use some dark magic, black magic, and create this like hellspawn demon thing. (laughs) Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, And so now he's in the modern day fighting other monsters and stuff and some secret, top secret government agency. Uh, directed by so Guillermo del Toro, uh, Guillermo del Toro directed it. So it's kind of like a very dark fantasy vibe about it that I don't know if anyone else would have done. Um, yeah, I just like it a lot. It's one of my more favorite comic book films. Um, oh yeah, yeah I I I've watched. I think they they did a couple uh, sequels to that one too, right? Um, yeah. So well, the first one. Ron Perlman, and then mm-hmm. they made a second one, Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. Yeah, same same cast. Um, Del Toro also directed it. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was pretty good. I think it's probably just as good as the original. You know, mm-hmm. for different different reasons. Right. Um, then they try to reboot it, right. like right. when like uh, four or five years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just. Not they a brought in a, a big cast. They brought in good names, but um, no, it's just <laughs> no. Don't no. don't bother. Just a, just a no. Wow. Okay. All just, right. Just avoid it. Hmm. All right. I so. think I've watched it once. The new one. Um, yeah. It's the, the guy from Stranger Things. Uh, plays Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Uh, cool. Watch the originals. The Ron Perlman's. There's two of them. And uh, yeah, it's nice. All right. Well, there what we else go. you got for us? Um, I'm gonna go a little darker on my next pick as well. Uh, but this is gonna be a, both a, uh, a a TV series that's out now. It's based on a set of books. All right. I've got the Wheel of Time series. Okay. Um, yeah, which Amazon Prime just released season two of the original show. And uh, I got turned on this the book series. I'll talk about the book series first. I got turned on the book series first in college by a buddy of mine, and there were already like ten of the fifteen books released or something like that. So I can't remember exactly fifteen. It's up there. It's up there a number of books. But uh, basically, long story short, synapses. There's you know some fantasy stuff, right? Villagers that one of them of these three boys is a chosen one. There's also like you know, some other people in that village that have abilities and they're found and sought out. And then you got to figure out which one is actually what they call the dragon reborn. And it follows the story, it follows all the how they're tied loosely. And actually all three of these kids become a ways to like change the world and have these abilities, like, you know, things happen to them and change them and move them. And they're it's absolutely an amazing written series. I will say it does get slow in the middle and it does drag because it gets kind of more of the political landscape. 
But to be able to write that story and then know our eight book scene, you're going to get into a political landscape where you're dealing with the whole world at large reacting and the war starting here and there and, you know, false leaders and stuff coming up. And it's, I mean, it's, it's deep. It's deep. So like a fun deep or. Yes. Like if you want to engage in a series of books and get into it and then, yeah, it's, it's fun deep. And so is it. Is the series finished or is it still going? The series is finished and complete. Robert Jordan, what's his name, Robert Jordan? Uh, he actually died right in the final book, and his wife and the, his, I guess, assistant, assistant author and all that stuff, he left mm. all his notes. They finished the final book. And, all right. Uh, it's, it's everything you want. Uh, it's everything you want in these books. I mean, there's a book, I think there's a part of season four. I just still remember this to this day, that moment that it happened in the book. And you're just like, holy shit, you know, kind of deal. Um, now, I will say this one of my favorite characters is missing from all of book five. I think you just don't go back to the story <laughs> till book six. And I'm like, the hell? But I mean, you know, but they do a good job. They do pay justice. Um, the show, I was hesitant. I started watching it and one of my all right. well, and one of my favorite characters, not the same one that's missing, one of the other favorite characters, uh, they completely changed his character in the show. Compl- like, to a point. To a point Ooh. where I'm like, he is not that in the book. Like, I'm like, oh, come on. You know, and it's not made it alter his entire character. But I separated myself, started watching it for what it was, for to have fun with it. And they do pay it off and give him justice. They just kind of gave him a bit different background, a different start. And it's good. It's, of course, condensed, right? They're shoving as much as they can, as fast as they can. So you lose a lot of the stuff, the side stories, just like the Harry Potter movies did those books. But anyway, show's good. Season two just came out. I finished season one last night, actually, so I'm excited to see. Um, but yeah, so my whole note to me is it's like, I'm going to go back and maybe start this one again because, you know, we're all still waiting on old P. Rothfuss to complete his trilogy. So yeah. 15 books and two seasons of Well, show. then you have the whole Fire and Ice series that never quite wrapped up. Yeah, I never started those. I never started those. I wasn't ready to get hurt again. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And I'll throw another book in there. I think it's, it's a one-off. Um, the Lies of Locke Lamora is another book i just about to finish, and it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And it's a standalone one-off book. As far as I know, it's a one-off book. So, um, But it's fantastic fantasy, too. Uh, beautifully well-written and well-done. So, but all right, cool. So, so you're recommending the books for sure, and then the series is kind of a light recommendation. Uh, yeah, I recommend the book for sure. And if you don't want to read the books, you just want a fun show, watch the series as well. I think the series is well done. I think it's very pretty. Amazon spent some money on it, but if hmm. you've read the books and you want it to be just like the books, it's not. It's not going to be. I mean, is it ever like? That's true. That's true. I can can we even picture one where like the the show came out better than the books. Next question. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even for, for lower tier stuff, I thought the same about like the hunger games where yeah. the books, like you just lose so much nuance and backstory and side story when you try to make it, you know, a two hour film. Anyhow, yeah. Yeah, speaking of so much. Yeah. fun stories. Yeah. Uh, we'll turn it back around lighter and whimsical and go okay. with, um, Enchanted, the Amy Adams movie from 2007. Okay, well, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, deep pool there. Let's also go. on Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, Amy Adams plays a like a fairy tale princess in a 
animated land that gets banished to the real world in New yeah. York, modern day Manhattan. And then her kind of uh, prince goes into the real world to rescue her. And she falls in love with Patrick Dempsey. And, you know, it's a Disney princess trying to navigate modern Manhattan. So <laughs> welcome to New York. It's a lot of fun. There's some good twists on the story that, um, you know, kind of plays against some of that typical like princes needs rescued by the prince john yeah. while being entertaining and interesting and uh, amy adams is fantastic as always um james martson is a is a hoot and uh, uh he plays the prince right yeah, yeah. the kind of dumb out of his element prince that just yeah, yeah, thinks yeah. he's amazing but nobody cares yeah nobody cares right and uh yeah that's good if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it um, wow. Just a nice, fun Disney film, you know. Right. Oh yeah, very light film, very great film, very family friendly film. Great choice, man. But yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen that, so I don't have a lot to a lot to say on it. I think I'll probably watch that one back, you know, college days or something back then. Hmm. So yeah, my girlfriend may watch it. I bet. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, cool, man. Great pick. Great easy listening, easy watching pick there. Great fun one for the family, especially the different spin on uh on the, the old the typical princess movie so cool um all right well i'm gonna keep it classic naturally yeah i think my actually my last two picks are i, I think all of them let me look well but besides the books and, and this show i just realized everything i have is from the 80s um <laughs> <laughs> you have a really particular set of fantasy you're going for here i really do man it's gonna take childhood some... fantasy uh, i guess so i guess i picked these up and i'm like oh look yeah here we go so i'm going 1982s in the barbarian okay yeah i mean we don't have arnold schwarzenegger without this film happening this is one of his very 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 first um but uh, I just like the, the tagline sitting here looking at a uh, letterbox is thief, warrior, gladiator, king. Uh, if you don't know, these are actually also based on a book series uh, from a guy, from, author from Texas, I believe. But uh, I don't know the books. I've never read them. Uh, never really looked into them. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, it's on in the background more, more often than I want to probably admit because it's been streaming lately. So I've been just throwing it on because I love it. Um, I mean, it was currently on Netflix. Uh, I think a lot of ads to this movie is the score. I think it's done really, really well. I think it's directed really well. I mean, it's definitely 80s film. You know, it's got, it's all practical effects and stuff they do. It's the fighting, the choreography of the combat is, I think, amazing. Um, it has a sequel called Conan the Destroyer as well, which is also a good story. Um, Wilt Chamberlain is in that one. Uh and I think there's like an Olympian athlete. She's in it as well. I can't think of her name on top of my head. But uh, anyway, this is simple. This I'm going to say this. Take it for what it is and have fun with it. If you are in like D&D shit and other fantasy films, I think you'll love this one. Because it's just straight up. The, you know, it's got, a, it's got an ever-flowing storyline. Almost like a progression of the characters. Um, James Earl Jones is in it. Like, it's Tulsa Doom. Uh, so that <laughs> voice is always great. Um, but yeah, he's just, you know, he's a kid taken in captivity, grows up, learns to fight, that whole storyline. It's got some nice spins on it. There's a quote that I'd probably say way, way too much from this movie. And I think my wife's even gotten tired of it at this point in time. But uh, I, I just, yeah. But anyway, love the film. Love everything about it. I've, yeah, it's just, 
It's great. I don't think it has a terribly long, a long run time. Um, so yeah, have fun with that one. Uh, Jason, you seen this one or this is before your time? Uh, I've seen, I don't know if I've ever sat down and just watched the entire thing from start to finish. Like every time I put it on, it was like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a little slow and hard to follow at times. Like you gotta pay attention. You gotta, you gotta watch it in, in yeah. order. Yeah. You can't hop around if you've never seen it before. So I don't have anything negative to say. It's just, it's one of those films that hit a little before me and never yeah. quite landed that special place in my heart. Right. Right. You know, especially know comparing his, <laughs> his other films like, uh, Commando. Oh yeah, this is before he got acting chops. Like his words and 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 lines are very limited in this movie, uh, <laughs> for sure. He was definitely coming off of winning Mr. Olympia, and you just yacked and um, just shredded and ready to be a barbarian. Which you know, you play a barbarian low intelligence in D and D. You know they don't talk a lot; they just swing a yeah, sword. There, so there you go. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's fantastic. Uh, uh, it's just fun. If you haven't seen it, like it's. Uh, it's streaming on Netflix right now. And check out the books and let us know how those are. I think there's a whole series, and there's actually even one a uh, uh, there's a video game, I believe, Conan: Age of Exiles or something like that. that oh played. yeah, yeah, it's one of those like hardcore survival games where you is it? Is it? Yeah, try to start with nothing and try to live mm-hmm. in a harsh environment and build your little base and so right. on and so on. Yeah, those aren't, that's why I haven't played it. Those aren't my jams. So. <laughs> So Ryan uh, does not recommend the game. Just watch uh, the movie. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't play it. Oh, and the reboot, terrible as well. Oh, oh. yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. But the, the reboot we don't talk about. Yeah. Moving so. quickly along. Yeah, let's go next. Um, uh, well, I'll, uh, I don't know. I got quite a few that are kind of lower tier recommendations from here or also just to not make this another hour and a half podcast. Yeah. Um, I'll just kind of rapid fire a few different things. Um, Following that kind of enchanted, fun, I guess a lot of these for me are that kind of more family-oriented, feel-good stories, um, is How to Train Your Dragon. Another really excellent uh, fantasy film. I saw it in theaters when it first came out and seen it quite a few times since. I don't love the sequels as much, uh, just because they do what a lot of sequels do, where they just try to make the world too big and just blow it up too large. Yeah. Um, but man, that first one, I just adore. <laughs> it's um, just a great, great story. Great feel good. Um, yeah, great animation. Just a lot of just great, boring platitudes for me. But um, it was I've that nice. Seen, so I don't have anything to say. I've, I have to admit, I've never seen How to Train Dragon. I mean, you're you're familiar with the, the, yeah, the story, yeah, though, right? Like, for the most part, yeah. This, like, Vi- yeah. It's this Viking village, and they all have a a drag you have to kill a dragon to prove how awesome mm-hmm. they are and this kid doesn't want to kill dragons so he befriends a a wounded dragon and they learn to refly again together and you know adorable you know adventure ensues is it pixar or what it was um no i think it was dreamworks dreamworks okay Uh, it's on amazon prime right now um yeah, DreamWorks Animation slash Paramount. Okay. Um, yeah, it's um, it's good. Right on, it's good, good, good. Well, why? I need to watch it because I, I think there's going to talk to a live action remake of that one coming. Oh out. yeah, oh yeah, because they're all the <laughs> they're trying to do it not oh, not yeah. quite oh, so yeah. Viking ish. Yeah, you know. Hey, oh really? If people okay. if people want to watch it, they'll watch it. 
you know, and the market will decide what they want. Um, jumping on the dragon train, mm-hmm. just wanted to briefly mention Reign of Fire, oh, another yeah, 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 yeah. dark fantasy film about the end of the world, kind of a post-apocalyptic setting. Mm-hmm. Um, just an amazing Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> performance. Um, the movie itself is kind of mediocre, right? Like a solid yeah. mediocre. Yeah. Um, but man, it's just a lot of fun watching Matthew McConaughey trying to take down dragons. <laughs> if you haven't read his book, if you haven't read his book, Green Lights yet, he talks about that role and preparing for it. Yeah. And it's awesome. Just how he got the character for that one. Just, yeah. Yeah. They didn't want him to shave his head because he's Matthew McConaughey, so he looked good with the hair and all that stuff. Yeah. No, 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 no. Beard's I'm shaving. Old. Yeah. 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 It's a great, it's a great background film, right? You're doing some other things. You just look over and see some cool action scenes here and there. Um, recommend that. Kind of loosely following the dragon thread. Have you seen the new um, Dungeons and Dragons yet? Uh, Honor I Among have. Thieves. I have. Funny story. I was gonna put that on the background because I figured it was gonna suck. Yeah. yeah. Then I realized, oh shit, that's actually pretty good. So I stopped. I, like, I have to sit down and watch this sometime. <laughs> so yeah, I have watched it. Um, I think it's one of those films where it's like if you've done D and D and you're you followed that before, you get all the hidden jokes and the hidden humor, right? And all these little kind of one-offs. And if you haven't, it's just a fun, ridiculous fantasy movie. Watching Chris Pine go on this stupid adventure. Um, it's an easy viewing for people who've never been in that world, and it's a lot of fun for uh people who have and i think that's a nice blend right be it able is. to kind of hit that hey we're, we're giving you a fan service you want but we're also making a film that just anyone can pick up anyone and enjoy. can pick up and watch yeah. so yeah yeah um, good call good call uh, i got a few more just to briefly discuss but before we get yeah. into that do you have any other movies or recommendations for us i got one last another 80s right. classic and, <laughs> okay uh, yeah i think this is the fantasy of fantasies movies because i think think it's, it's so over the top with Jim Henson and his Muppets and everything else. This is like another great, I think pretty family safe. I'll mention that a little bit later, uh, but it's uh, 1986's Labyrinth. Okay. Um, yeah. David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. It's <laughs> getting weird here. Yeah. It's directed by Jim Henson. Um, and uh, Bowie wrote a lot of original music for this movie and performed it in there. I mean, Jim Henson and his Muppets other freaking level. Right, Frank Oz does a lot of work in the Muppets for with Jim Henson, obviously, because they're like a tag team back in the day. Uh, fun movie with a great flow. I, I actually watched it on that with the wife. It's her first time watching it because there's a little bit of age gap in us, so she hasn't seen all these 80s things that are so in my heart. And there, I'll say the family stuff with a grain of salt, because there are parts that got her going, that's a little spooky. And I was like, okay, yeah. the 80s were a little <laughs> bit different than what was family friendly. She just scared the shit out of us. Yeah, you can but, get uh, weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie does get weird. So it's kind of one of my last picks. Because it's like, he's, you know, Bowie plays Jareth, the Goblin King, who Sarah accidentally summons to steal her half-brother because he won't stop crying. And she has to go through the labyrinth in 13 hours to rescue the baby, or he's turned into one of the goblins. So just a wild, just a wild story. And I mean, most of the characters she interacts with, Jennifer Conley going through this, are Muppets. So it's just, it's fun, man. Like, with the wife at one point there's a there's a muppet who rides a dog and she's like wait is it a dog and a dog because that it is it's the cutest shit ever and i was like okay 
yeah i mean i get that i think it's a fox but anyway <laughs> anyway, it was it was awesome so she got what she wanted out of it she enjoyed it she said she was very impressed by how good of a movie it was watching it she's like that was a lot of fun i would watch that again so hey that's my wife first time seeing it a week ago or so going hey i'd watch that again so uh, but yeah i mean yeah it's a weird film i don't know what else to say about it other than the fact it's, it's, it's i mean it was it's like the end of the cocaine era right like <laughs> Yeah, all yeah. the amazing cocaine stuff had been made, and you're yeah. you're getting that next tier of like, oh, you might want to lay off the nose candy. They enjoyed what's been movie where he's a goblin king. Done, done, you, done. You guys are getting a little weird with this. Yeah, yeah. I actually came across TikTok the other day that was a uh, someone had a labyrinth themed mm-hmm. wedding. Um. So wow. Like, okay, we're digging fans. back there. Huge fans. Huge fans. Yeah. So. Uh, but hey, it's got great music. I think it's so fun. Jennifer Connelly is young in it, which I mean, I just really, you know, again, I just put Top Gun Maverick on there tonight because I was bored and she's in that again playing Benny Benjamin. I love Jennifer Connelly. I do. I just do. Shout out to Jennifer Connelly. You're still amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, well, speaking of weird, um, yeah. this is one I've talked about before, but we'll just bring up again briefly in case you missed it and you didn't mm-hmm. get that recommendation. It fits perfectly in this fantasy genre. We've got uh, Robert De Niro playing a gay pirate uh, with in Stardust. So came out in 2007 from Matthew Vaughn. Stars Claire Danes, Charlie Cox, Michelle Pfeiffer, De Niro as a pirate, as I said. And yeah. quite, a, quite a few other buried in the cast. Um, we'll just briefly cover it. Basically, it's this countryside down uh, young man looking to impress his beloved uh, ventures over this magical wall to uh, retrieve a fallen star, and then once he's in that magical land, adventure ensues, and all sorts of crazy stuff happens on his quest to, you know, get the fallen star and return to his loved one. So it is, um, yeah, it's just it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's a uh, fantasy romance adventure, I guess. Um, you know, it's another one just put on with the the loved ones, the family. Um, you know, because a lot of times I'm over here recommending some weird shit or some inappropriate stuff. <laughs> um, so I guess we're we're mixing up this week with a lot more family friendly picks. Yeah, so nice. check that one out. And then also kind of venturing into the weird side. This one's mm-hmm. still, I guess, family friendly ish. Yeah, um, but a little bit more heavy at times. From uh, Henry Select uh, Coraline, two thousand nine. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So he does. He does all those. If you're not familiar with him, he does all those kind of uh, stop animation movies: James and the Giant Peach, Nightmare Before Christmas, etc. And um, I don't know which one's my favorite, but I I definitely love Coraline. Um, just I I mean, do you have a favorite of all of those? I don't are think you, you have are to. Are we required to have a favorite? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I do love all those, though. Coraline, I did not expect that out of that movie. I was I was very happy with that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, you know, I. it's one of those films that's like, if you watch it too young, it might give you some nightmares. Oh, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's just so beautiful. Such a good story, you know. It's kind of back to the like we talked about the '80s, where you could have family adventure movies that were 
That got weird. <laughs> that got weird. And Coraline it, gets weird. Dealt man. with some dark stuff. Because, I mean, yeah. it's just part of life, right? Like the never-ending story. So you got a fantasy that got oh, weird. Oh, God. <laughs> saw a documentary coming out about it. And it, it, somebody's, you know, I think it was on Twitter. And she was talking about uh, how she's putting it all together. It's going to come out soon. She has some clips from it stuff she was sharing. And they caught the actor that played a Treyu. And he's like, Impact probably walks up to me, like, wants to meet me at a con, a con or something like that. I have a I have a, a fishbowl of dollar bills up there that you can take for your trauma. You can have a dollar for your trauma because he's he's like I'm sorry. Like so <laughs> so yeah, but um things yeah, gotta we'll, be empty by the end. Dude, seriously, right? Yeah, yeah, we're all in therapy now because of the never ending story. Um but no, anyway, uh, great, great. Um, else, yeah, two quick wrap ups that yeah. are not recommendations. Whoa. These are not recommendations, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to talk about them. Did you ever see uh Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch? I did. I did see Sucker Punch, yeah. So it came out in 2011, if you're not familiar, and it's this young girl who's institutionalized by her stepfather, and then Mm -hmm. she starts reverting to these alternate realities, and it kind of goes through like these, I think two or three or four alternate realities, where she pictures herself like like a World War II setting, and I don't I don't, do you remember all the settings? It's been a while. Oh, man. There's a World War II trench warfare with mechanical robot settings. There is, there, you know, there, there's a, a dance part in one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it kind of always goes back to, there's like a Shogun Temple one, but it's always kind of goes back to these kind of war zone things and trying to accomplish this mission every time. And yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. It, it's one of those things that's like, on paper, it was just the trailer for it was incredible. Um, the concept of these, like having this adventure in these alternate realities, because you've established it's, you know, make believe in her brain so you can do anything you want with it now. It's just so wide open. Um, such like a fun fan. Uh, it looked beautiful. The movie looked beautiful. Right. But I, man, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's hard to even like express what sucked about it, right? Like, or did you love it? Like, because it's right. one of the also one of the most split reviews. Like, if you look at the yeah. reviews on Letterboxd, it's like one star to five star. Yeah, I'm like, people be- love it or hate it. They I don't hate it. I think it gets a lot of hate because of like he did a lot of sexualization of the characters. I think mm-hmm. in it. Um, but for as far as story and fun and how they, I took like the mental insane asylum all these girls were in and trapped in, and then made it, you know, they're basically planning their escape, trying to figure out a way to get out before the the guy, the doctor comes and gives lobotomies. Yeah, and and I mean the way they take that little heist part, they go to that fantasy world where like, okay, you're after the lighter, you know, about this guy's pocket. Well, you end up going to take the fucking you know the star spark stones in a dragon's throat right so they go fight a dragon so it's i thought it was a cool way to tell a story you know i think it's so split because people are probably like what the fuck was that you know so i think they just bumbled it a little too like I've, the the extended cut has more scenes that really flesh out some of the story yeah, um you are right i think you got just one of those things that got marketed wrong and edited wrong and I mean, can anyone trust Zack Snyder to, you know, release a good edited film? Uh, yeah, I, the, edit, the edit room gets him. I think. So I think 
so much was there until the end. I mean, because yeah. even all the, the bleakness of the shots and stuff, too, could a lot of that could have been, that's just color correction that could have been changed in the edit. Mm-hmm. And, um, man. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow. All right. Well, I, I will uh, say I right. like that one. But honestly, yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird one. Well, and that's why it's kind of a, we're talking about it. We're not recommending it. <laughs> and we're also not telling you to avoid it. Yeah. Just right. if it if it sounds fun to you, yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. But watch the trailer. I'll put the trailer up on our Twitter. How about that? Uh, you know, half, see it there. half of you are gonna come back today was incredible. Half yeah. of you are gonna cancel ever please listening to know. us again. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Please let us know what you think. Uh cool. Well, uh, is that good? Is that it for you? Um uh, I just a parting give thought for the road. Did you ever see yeah. Twilight? Um, the Twilight the series? The only time I watched Twilight, the first one, is we were in Danny Bradley's apartment getting ready to go to the bar, and it was on. Uh, so, no, I have not watched that series. I know the story, though. Like, on TV, or he, somebody put in the DVD? I think the DVD got put in in Danny's <laughs> apartment. But, you know, we'd all been drinking, and we're getting ready to go out drinking some more. So Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, so... But no, I, completely... I have not watched the series. Hmm. I completely forget that Anna Kendrick is in most of it. Anyhow. Um, huh. yeah. I did too until right now, I guess. Like, I remember seeing her in that film. I saw the way. first one in theater because uh-huh. I thought it's what Natalie wanted to go see. And she thought it was going to be more like Underworld, <laughs> the other vampire film. And I was like, well, shit, I mean, I guess this is what she wanted. So whatever. Yeah, and that's the greatest she, story ever. She was like, oh, there wasn't really what is as much like vampire killing as I expected. Like, no. Well, no, he sparkled. Uh, he sparkled. Sparkly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another controversial film that's very split on the ratings. I think it's age group there. I think a lot has to do with age group when those books came out and when the movies came out. That's true. That's true. Yeah. They're not as uh, bad as I remember, but. Mm. Well, they're also not good. I'm not gonna watch them, so yeah. All right. Alrighty. Well, just excellent. Part, parting thoughts for the road. Excellent. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well. Um. All right. That brings us to the uh, this section. Hey guys, we appreciate the new followers we've picked up as of late. Uh, we've picked up a few of the new additional listeners. Hey, United Kingdom, you're catching up to Belgium. So shout out to those listeners of the foreign uh, abroad cities. Uh, we've got some folks in San Jose, California. Uh, looks like they're picking up their downloads of us. We appreciate all y'all guys out there. Please like, comment, share with your friends and family if they're looking for something to watch this week. Uh, that's what we're here for, man. It's just to tell you what to watch. We're not big in reviews. We're not going to go into the Rotten Tomatoes and all that. But we're going to tell you what to watch and, and what our thoughts on it were. And maybe save you the pain of watching that's, that's shitty. But uh, please follow us all things social media. Uh, Twitter is this week's picks pod, TikTok and Instagram are this week's picks. I'm getting a lot more active on TikTok, putting up basically parlays and bets for the sporting events that are going on around us. Uh, we're in college football. I'll be putting one up for tomorrow's college football games, NFL Sundays. We've got hockey starting up, October baseball starting up. Um, so a lot more bets and stuff coming out that way. Uh, so like you just like I said, please, please follow us on all things. Uh, give us a share, give us a like, give us a follow, get a five star review everywhere you get your podcast. Um, 
All right, that being said, let's roll into this week's, oh my God, that's so fucking stupid parlay. That's going to be a shirt one day. Um, all right, again, disclaimer though, as always, if you don't have it to lose, don't gamble it. Don't, and especially on these bets, because this is the most unresearched shit in the world. I'm going off a of gut. All right, so uh, you can actually pay people to study their bets and make more money than I do doing this. Then casinos are not built on losers. Or not built on winners. Sorry, the casinos are built on losers. But uh, have fun with it. It's always fun when you watch those games. You don't care about either team to have some skin in the game. So have fun with it. But uh, yeah, don't bet your mortgage, right? Don't bet, bet tuition. But uh, so this week, for the week of September 30th, or Saturday, September 30th, this is the oh my god, god parlay. Um, taking the Oregon money line, Tennessee versus South Carolina, taking the over, LSU versus Mississippi, taking the over, taking the Georgia money line, and the Texas Longhorns money line. So you've got five picks there. I don't know the odds. Uh, it's probably around plus 1,300, I think, roughly. Wow. Uh, so to take that, yeah, as a, it, yeah, yeah, all those have to hit. I'm sure something like Tennessee, South Carolina is probably gonna be the unders or the over, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, guys, so that's uh, that's the bet for that week for the 30th. Of course, Nix's pick, her downright dog pick, her downright lock <laughs> of the century. We have a uh, Notre Dame money line for that same weekend. So uh, Notre Dame money line going fat. So. All right, well, have fun with it. Have fun betting. Uh, again, we appreciate all the likes and follows and uh, downloads and listens, and uh, keep on keeping on. Jason, anything else for you? No. Uh, you know, reach out and let us know if you join the new format and so on and so on, and um, have a good weekend. Yeah, man. Week, yeah. wherever you are. Yeah, whenever you listen to this. Wednesday night, Monday night, Sunday night, whatever it may be. But take care of yourselves out there, everybody. Have fun. Later. Cheers. <laughs>